Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter so you never miss an episode. It's a final siren and West Coast have slipped to six consecutive defeats. The loss soured only by Jai Cully's knee injury, which saw the Rising Stars subbed out in the first term. Tigers ran out easy winners in the second half to win by 46 points. Uh, before we get in the show, I welcome Dan and Wayne. How are you going, boys? Yeah, good, thanks. Going well. Yep, good to be here. Uh, thanks to Tom at uh, Plus Fitness, Subiaco Hillary's and June Delap. Get down there, he's our sponsor. Uh, jump on to Linktree or, yeah, you can go to Linktree and just get on the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and download all the shows from there and tell your mates if they haven't listened to us to get on board and have a listen. Um, let's get into the game, boys. We're going to talk about where it was won, the key players both sides, the best player for the Eagles, uh, the players that failed to step up. All the stats across the line. I think Wayne might have a coach's corner and Dan might have a tinfoil hat. We'll have a look towards him. <laughs> I might have put him on the spot there. Anyway, Richmond, 15-14-104 to West Coast, five goals, eight, eight. No, oh, I got that wrong. Eight goals, 10-58. Got to start getting better at reading the run sheet here. Um, Cully was the only injury. Boys, where was it one? To me, it's a four-minute blitz midway through the third quarter where they kicked four yep. goals in five minutes and Dion Prestia kicked three of them. Yeah, I'd like to know who was playing on him because, again, no one – my old favourite, accountability, they, he just ran free about in the space of five minutes, kicked three goals in four and a half minutes. There was no, and that was the that was the told, telling part of the game. There, there was no one close on him at, no. at, at either three goals that he kicked. Um, it was just like – he was sitting there licking his lips. It was – that killed us. Yeah, that uh, that was the difference for me. And not just Prestia, you know, Taranto, their, their midfielders were kicking goals because Barras wasn't an intercepting beast, but he kept Rewalt goalless. So it wasn't there. And I know Rewalt's older, but Barras, to me, had a great game, was underestimated game because it was just a defensive game. Yeah. But it was their midfielders. Our midfielders weren't kicking goals. And to me, that was the difference. They were getting clearances and they didn't have bad games, some of them. Um, I think Sheed played okay, you know, Kelly played okay. But they weren't kicking goals. You had Presti, you had Taranto, Hopper, he kicked goals too, didn't he? Like, um, and we always say... Uh, Goal-kicking midfielders are worth their weight in gold, and that's where Richmond won. Just a bit more cream rose to the top, and once they had the uh, momentum there at the end, they just ran with it, and it was very hard to stop. I think two of our midfielders had really good games on their own. Sorry to be harsh, but I think um, I think Kelly and um, Sheed both had good games playing on their own, but they didn't have good games playing stopping the opposition because Dusty went into that third quarter into the middle as well and he made a big difference going in. He only went in there for about six or seven minutes and he went and he just went bang. And there was just, again, no one stopped him. Um, I think we're relying too much on young Jinbida, but he was playing halfback a bit, I think, that mostly on the weekend. But I think, yeah, we we just yeah I agree with you about that that side where we our mids aren't kicking goals because over the years we we have had midfielders who have kicked goals for yeah. us you know like Juddy and Cousins and all these guys Kerr and even uh, later on Shuey and these guys but yeah we don't seem to be this year have the players there in the middle who are running forward to get that goal. I just think too many secure errors from the Eagles. Yeah, um, the turnovers killed us on the turn like. We, we, we won all the – I'll get to the Lions later on, but there were certain key 
indicators that we won all game, but we just got killed on the outside. And just our skill areas at certain times of the game, that that's really, really hurt us. And that third quarter, we were in it until that four-minute blitz. That's right, yep. Well, and, we got in front at one stage. Yeah we, were, yeah, we got in front. And we were sitting there going, and I'm not having to go out there because the effort was there, but the last quarter we ran out of legs. Mm. Um and I just think our skills let us down. And yeah. there was a couple of players that we'll bring up later on um, that need a good kick up the arse. But mm. apart there, from that, there was, I think, you know, 46 points. Yeah. It really, if they had kicked straight, it could have been a lot worse. And there was seven minutes to go when they started that. We were in front. We hit the yeah. front. Yeah. And that was seven minutes to go on the clock because I watched it on the, on, on the replay. And from that point on, it's like we it were like rich, it was like last week. Yeah, you know, we either ran our legs, we didn't look interested. No one was chasing, no one was banging up. We had we were relying on Oscar in the forward line too much on his own, and he just can't do it on his own. He's had a great game. I mean, he's had a great time, but yeah, just not enough. I found so just quickly, uh, Duggan playing in midfield. We've tried it before. He was the best. Like midfield game, I've seen him actually play when he's played there, but he was another one that rotated back and forth. But then after that, and uh, not taking stab, but Jimby's a kid, he didn't impose much. You know, Clark didn't impose much. Gaff, I reckon, had one of his worst games for a while. So there was no depth. It was like up to two, three midfielders, and they just had so many more contributors, Richmond. So I think that's why they looked like they had better legs. Well, we'll, we'll talk about more who got. Best in a second. We're going to introduce this now where we're going to do the star player for the Eagles in the round and then we talk about the rest of the, the rest of the players on the, uh, on the list. So, Dan, who, who was the player of the round this week? Oh, well, you can't look past our man, Oscar Allen. Let's be honest, four goals. He's now kicking 2.8 goals a game this year. That's elite for a power forward, those numbers. He's in the top five goal kickers in the comp. And it was so much talk about Norton and King, the King brothers and all this last year, about these upcoming, even Ugo Hagen, there's a lot of hype Because he missed last year, he was a forgotten man. I think everywhere they forgot, especially over East, how good this kid would be. The fact he was picked, I think, picked 21, that he didn't get picked first one is just amazing. He shot up, got a bit higher too, and he's dominating. Like, he's not just um, great for us. He's not just an, a young kid that's showing promise. He's actually one of the best power forwards in the comp right now in form. And there's only two people now with, that's kicked consecutive goals or multiple goals in every game in the first eight rounds. It's Jeremy Cameron and Oscar Allen. No one in the AFL era has done that from bottom of the ladder or a bottom side. Mm. Right. So what? And his prime. When, when does a forward hit his prime at all? It's probably 26, 27, 28. I mean, Tom Hawkins and Jeremy Cameron didn't hit their peak to almost thirty. Like Tom Hawkins, you know, I think his first All Australian could have been when he was late twenties, and I think he's thirty five now. And his last few seasons have been great. And We've just got so much potential with this kid. I can't talk high, more highly of him. Shining well, light in a bad year. His possessions, 15 possessions, uh, seven marks, four goals, 67% efficiency, two inside 50s, three marks inside 50s, 259 metres gain and seven score involvements. So same way he kicked eight goals, he was in a, he played in yeah. everyone except one, you know. So that's why he's got player of the round. Um, we'll do that every week. We can go into the other players now. I'm just going to mention the goal kickers. Richmond had Pressier three, Bolton three, Trando two, and then had a number of guys kicking one. 
And as you said, Alan was the main one before, and then we had Williams, West, Petrocelli, and Darling. Now, the, my, I just thought Shay Bolton was a star for the Tigers. Three goals, uh, 31 disposals, and, you know, when he, if he kicked straight, it could have been more. Mm. I think he kicked three goals, three, if I have a look here. Yeah, three goals, two. Um, for us, you had Sheed and Kelly, 29 disposals, nine clearances each. Um, Jermaine Jones, career high 30 disposals. He was good. And 449 mm. metres gained. Um, and like I said, when he runs, man, I reckon we look good. Mm. And then you got Duggan on the other side. He had 600 and what was it? 642 yeah, so. metres game. Had a great game. 20, and it, it's, it's great to watch because Jermaine Jones, quick, flary, cuts the lines. Duggan, solid, cuts the lines, mm. goes about his business. And they work really good together. Yes, and, agreed. Um, and it allows Hunt to do a bit more freewheeling. Yeah, I'd like you to see what I mean? Hunt, and, Hunt, Hunt should be up on the wing more. Yep. And... For people that say that it was unchanging a game plan, those three players there alone tell you we have. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But not even that. The this to, and I know I'm, I must say, ground ball gets was something well, the worst in the comp four. That's improved. We try and always win the contested ball. That's a new thing. The game style and the coaching of the guys. That's to me. That's changed. That's different. It's now personnel and skill mm. areas. That's what we have got to work on. Yeah. Um, Taranto thirty games and two is probably his best game for Richmond. Yeah. Um, his kicking can probably – his disposal probably ain't the greatest, but that's no big deal. Yep. If you're getting the ball 30 times, who cares? And Jacob Hopper, his other teammate from GWS, he got 32 and one. So that they sort of got off the leash a bit. Um, more experience, I guess, going up against guys like Clark and mm. West and O'Neill. So they were the better players for um, – Richmond, but now we have to get to the depressing part or the negative part. Just, uh, just before we go on that, on our game plan, um, I don't know if you guys heard last week. I listened to um, Hardwick last week too before our game, and he he came out and said we we worried about this game because he said people are bagging the Eagles. We said Semo has actually changed the game. I mean, they would know because they're the coaches. He said he's changed the game dramatic dramatically. Eagles are actually playing a lot better running game that they've they've played since the 2018 Grand Final, and he said they have really improved in that style. I know he said the results aren't on the board, but he said if we don't stop their running, they, they could quite easily run all over us. And he was he was full of praise to Simo in that area, saying Eagles have changed their game. You can't see it, but he said the same thing when you lose all your good players. He said yeah. it, we'd be the same if we'd lost. Dusty and Prestia and uh, Shea Bolton, all these guys. He said we'd be in the same position. Yeah. So our game plan has changed, and our first goal showed that. Yeah. Well, that run in that first goal. Oh, wasn't was, that beautiful? That was really good. Man. I'll skip. I'll skip the run sheet then. But <laughs> if you look at if you look at the lines, we we up until third quarter we were winning the stoppages, yeah. right? Uh, some of that we never did last year at all. No, that's right. Uh, the only problem with the stoppages, we didn't score from them, they did. Yes. All right. So um, we won the – we broke even in the contested possessions overall, I think. No, we won them. We won the clearances. We won the centre clearances. Um, so we actually fell just behind in the contested possessions. But we were there for most of the games, for three quarters, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so for people that sit there and say the game chain hasn't planned – Obviously, take off the blinkers mm. and have a good look because it has. Yeah, it's definitely. And 
you know, if we get the personnel, we're, we're flicking the switch. We're, we're doing this quicker than some other teams are. And like I said, ground ball gets harder. We were shocking for ground ball. I'm pretty gets. sure we were actually the, we were worst. the worst. Yeah, and now we're in the top five. Um, scores within inside fifty, we're in the top three. We were top two. We've dropped down a bit, yeah. but we've always been efficient going on the four line. We just got to get it into the four line mm. a bit more, and that's probably down to personnel. Yeah. Um, and we just got to capitalise. We're winning the KPIs that you need to. But we need to capitalise on, on more, mm-hmm. and it's the turnovers that are killing us. So skill set, and that's skill set. Yeah. Skill set is our biggest problem at the moment. Is that our our kicking? Sometimes we're kicking, you know, like you, you can see it. I just on the way going see on the TV, you can see well, we're going to kick it there. But like, no disrespect, Gas being a great player for the club can't kick over thirty metres. Guys are leading sixty metres for him. He can't kick that far. I mean, he's having a forty metre shot at goal, and he can't even make the square. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous, you know. Like, So what should we be doing? We should be lowering our eyes. He should be lowering his eyes and say, right, someone's going to have to lead 20 metres because that's yeah. as far as you can kick. It's knowing what your teammates are capable of and what they're not capable of. And at the moment, we don't look – at the moment, we're sort of getting born kicking. Hopefully, Oscar will take that mark. But then Oscar's got – Oscar's getting double teamed now every game. So, again, we need uh, – our skill set needs to be better to Oscar – so he can just run into it and take that mark. The, the one thing it's, we did that was different between the Richmond game and the Carlton game is we played our game. Yeah. Where against Carlton, they didn't allow us to play our game. No. Our, our forward line wasn't as congested. Yeah. So straight away it works a bit better. We just didn't get in there enough. Um, and, yeah, look, you've got to commend their effort. They had a crack. Oh, and it just, it's the yeah. last quarter they ran. Yeah. I I did show fight, but I did say I wanted a 30-point loss. I'm not happy with the last quarter. Um, uh, But we did show fight. I don't want to be too critical. And you mentioned it, and I think the key word is personnel. And I'm not just talking about the injuries. I'm talking about in future bringing in better talent, bringing in, you know, thickening up that list. Because it is the game plans there, they just got to implement it. And it's something you said too about Gaff having that shot on goal and, you know, look for an option. But that's where the cohesion, and people hated hearing that word because we kept saying it last year, there was no cohesion. A player's got to go around the bat. Mm. You see it often, get the handball, they can kick it. A Wiverton, a Duggan, a Hearn, um, that can, can kick 50 minutes, just get the handball, receive and take a shot. Because even if they miss and it's a play on, it's better than not making the distance, you know yeah. what I mean? So his teammates have to realise he's not going to make that. Go around the back to get the handball, receive, and then they take the shot. I think we saw Wiverton do it last week for his goal. It wasn't a, a marking contest, it was on the run and a play. So we know he can make that distance. And your full back shouldn't be in your forward line anyway, your backman. Mm. So they're the ones that are like, fine, find a backman that can kick 50 metres, get the handball, receive off gaff if he can't make the distance. And that's why. Go I'm- for goal. It's little things like that that you hope the team, once they get to bed, like the Cajun and gel a bit more, they realise that and they implement that a lot more. Because right. I agree, if you can't make the distance... Don't be stagnant and just wait for them yeah, to not exactly. make the goal square. Bunga Hearn needs to get in there closer. Yeah. yeah in the old days. <laughs> Look, we're going to bring back an old segment. It's a good one, but it's an old one. So uh, bear with us. Under the pup. All right. Probably his worst game ever for the Eagles. Second to ball every time except once. He did get out a few times and that didn't pick it up. He's kicked 10 goals for the year, 11 points. His lowest average since his first year at the club. And it was shocking. He had a shocker, Jack Darlin. Um, 
people are calling for him to be dropped. Well, guess what? There's no one to come up to take mm. his spot. And some players are out of form. He might be carrying an injury. Uh, but that was his worst game I've ever seen him play. Yeah, worst game seen him play as well. And um, my my coach's cause last week, they put him at centre-half back, but they didn't listen. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely under the pump big time. And, again, he won't get dropped this week because we've got no one to bring in. So... Mm. You're just going to have to live it and, and wear it. That's You're going to have to work be. harder. That's you just it. got to get in front. Yep. So Nathan Board, I didn't think he was that big, but when they were side, beside each other, he was decent size on him. But he just read the ball better yeah. and he was second the ball every time. Well, it's funny you said second the ball. I don't even think you could put him in the back now. He looked so slow. The play was always in front of him. He looked like he lacked speed. Um, I think he's very lucky Jack Williams has got a – a spleen problem because he's a young forward that's developing, um, haven't seen much of. Mm. And the mid-season draft, I'm high on Buller. Uh, you've mentioned him before, was there? And a lot of write-ups about him, at kicking two goals, averaging 17 disposals a game. That's a pair of placement, you know what I mean? And just give these players a kick up the butt if you're not performing. <laughs> but right now we can't do that. And that's the most painful thing with Darling. Our next player, Luke Foley, he needs to show more if he wants to be a future of this club. Um, he did go in the middle a few times. I like what he did, but he only went in there two or three times. Uh, 11 disposals, two marks, and down back he was beaten, well beaten. So you, you've been on the list three, four years now probably. Hmm. Um, to net, now the players, and I'm not having a go at these guys, but this is the time you guys need to take, take that moment yep. with both hands and at, at least I can try and win. Win your spot, and you know, Luke. I like the way he runs. I like, you know, he's a. I like the way he plays, but you just got to do better than that. What do you reckon? I thought his game the last few weeks has been hasn't been too bad, and I suppose I've got a bit of a soft spot for him because he's good friends with my niece. And yep. um, but yeah, he definitely. I love the way he runs, and I love, and he has got good skills. But I'd like to see him take that next step, next step up. Yeah, um, to me, he's one playing for his future. I think we'll have a couple of retirements end of year and then a little bit of a, a list clean out. Um, to the players that have been there, you know, three, four years, it'll be like, well, have you been performing? So he's one that really his career is in his hands right now and uh, under the pump, I think that's justified. Jake Wadham had a, a quiet game, but he's not under the pump, so I'm not putting him in. So he allowed one bad game. He's played a good year. Oh, he's had a great year. Zane True. One of my favourites, um, nine disposals, but six handballs. He's too handball conscious. He's really good with his hands. That's what he was known for in under-18s, but he's using his hands too much, and he goes missing. And Zane, I know he's had a prick of a fucking season. He's had a prick of the last 18 months with injuries, but now's your t- chance to seize it. You, you've got to seize it. So you, you, you're getting back in there. You're probably going to play again this week. So seize it, mate. You know, make that opportunity because we've seen what you can do in a game against Fremantle pre-season two years ago. You, yeah. you carved up, so have a bit of confidence. What's his, what's his best position in the midfield? Oh, he's on in the inside wing, mid. Inside mid. Why don't we give him a go in there in that midside mid? And you're right. He's, look, the kids come off the the tragic passing of his mum um, only what eight nine weeks ago. So it's been a really tough year for him. Um, so he's probably got a few liberties, but he's definitely got a the, the opportunity is there for him to take that step. It's just sitting there begging for him to take it. Yeah. Everyone that's on that pump, that's begging yeah. for it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's another one. He's got such a great opportunity now. And um, so many players have got that. Because of our injury list, they've got an opportunity. They're going to get games because we're so thin right now. 
they've got to play so well that when these other players are available for selection, they're not getting their position. This is their opportunity to take that position. He's one that hasn't done it yet, and he is a favourite of the Eagle Nation. So let's hope he can lift. And I have seen him play a lot of mid, so it's not like he's getting played out of position. He's just not impacting as much. Um, Luke Edwards, 11 disposals. Six tackles, one inside 50. But as a winger, to get 77 metres gain for a game, that's not good. Um, sorry, you need to do more than that. As a winger, and that's predominantly where he plays, he lines up with the wing at the ball ups and then floats down the half forward. That's not good enough. That's not a good work rate. No. And I know he's had injury problems, but you're getting the go now. And he's a skillful player. This kid's got good skills. Mm. He's probably one of the most skillful players, hand and foot, at the club. But you've got to do better than that. And on a game where you've got a wide oval, a lot of open space, 77 metres gain, that is shocking. Yeah. That's that's pedestrian. I really like this kid. I mean, I, oh, well, I, I like all I, of them. Yeah, but I really like this one. Now, out but of all those we mentioned, pump. I really like this guy, and I yeah, I agree. But yeah, that but I, and I've seen him. I I find him a better impact player in the half forward line, in the forward to half because I think he's really. I don't. Know, he seems very impactful. To he he slocks that ball in, and he's strong. So, yeah, like him all. We've just got to. He's just want to take the next step. Xavier O'Neill, we, we spoke about it earlier on in the game. Played on Baker. Oh, sorry. Did you want to have a go? Uh, just quickly, this is the most damning thing, and I don't notice him out there, and that's the worst part. Luke Edwards plays, I don't notice him, and that's a damning thing for a player. If he's not impacting, you're not noticing, and it's probably is because he's only got 77 metres gain, so he's not running, he's not kicking, he's just quick handball, you know what I mean, or yep. kicking back. Uh he was like, on to Xavier Neal. Yeah. Played on yeah. Baker for most of the game. A lot of people said he did his job. His job there is to create up forward. If he's playing on a half forward line, which he was, not to be a defender on a defender. And I'm not saying he had a bad game, but 13 disposals, kicked two goals last week. He only got 215 metres gain this week. I just... You've got to do better, mate. You've been on the list for... You've been on the list longest out of all these guys. You need to do better. Yeah, he's one of my favorite. But he's another one. You're you're playing for your career. Yeah. Like we're going to have a bit of a clean out. These players that have been on this three four years. It's like what we said with True. He's in the same boat. This guy is ranked our best kicker, our most accurate kicker. He's at the club. That's what he's ranked. Let's see it. Let's see you use it. Witherden will take a third on. Doesn't always come off, but he tries to take those kicks to open it up. I want to see that from O'Neill. If he's getting 15 disposals, but a lot of them are goal assists because he's opening it up and he's so clean and so crisp with his kicking. Because you don't notice out in the field. You, when he plays, you don't think, wow, he's such a good kick. And he actually is. So use your strength and let's see it. Yeah. I, a bit like you, what like you said about Luke Edwards, is that I, I very rarely notice O'Neill on the ground. I know last week he kicked a few goals and you see those things, but I, I just don't see him enough in the yeah, ground. Yeah, they, they don't impact enough. Yeah, you don't notice them. Like, and when you're in the guts, you've got to impact. You can, you can amazing. Jinbi can have 14 possessions, but you notice it yep. because he impacts in the tackling, well, in the gets, and, and it might have 14 possessions, but they they might be good, but he'll get them right in the middle of the crunch of everything. Oh, well, the next These player, guys don't. The next player I'm going to name, he's on the cusp. Mm. And so are the next two after that, right? Connor West, he had a crack, but he only got 100 metres gained. 
but he had a crack, so you could see he was having a go. His impact was probably better than um, O'Neill's or um, what do you call it, Edwards. But, you know, he's probably in one of those positions where sometimes he's a run with player, he's going to run with role, but he's on the crack, but he's still got to do more. Uh, that's to me, he's, he's a good player, but he's that's it. He's one that I I wouldn't have personally put under the pump this no, week. He's on the cusp. He didn't dominate or anything like that, but he played like a half forwardish role where it's very hard to get ball. I think he kicked one goal, one, so he could have had two goals. He had a few disposals. So to me, he did enough for his role. He wasn't in the guts of me. If he was in the guts of middle and produced but that, that's a, I wouldn't have been happy. But that's the first time he's done it this year. Doesn't matter, but that means no, I wouldn't be able why, to pump that's why he's on where the he's in position. That's why he's on the cusp. Yeah. So they, these guys are all under the pump because they're the second tier players that we're yeah. saying are getting a game because yeah. of injuries, right? So it's here to grab it. Greg Clark, all of us, he's a favourite of all of us. 13 disposals, free tackles, and he's not under the pump, but he's on the cusp because where does he where does he fit in? Because you look at his stats, they're not too bad. Two inside 50s, 259 metres gains. He had two rebound 50s. So he's running up and down the wing. Is that his best position? Well, where, where, where was he dominating with Subi? Half forward, wing, obviously the odd run in the midfield. Um, that's maybe where he should be playing here. And but, but at the moment, again, no, even if he's playing on our wing, he should be dominating because he's, he's got the opportunity. There's no one there to take his spot. And just back a bit on Connor West... My thing about God, I love him. He's great. He's a goer, but to me, he runs around a lot, and he's just, he's just running around in circles, and he's putting a little bit of pressure on. But I never see him never see him upset that pressure. He, he looks like he does a lot of not false he, running. Does a lot of no, neg- you just said ne- it. negative you, running. You just said it. But to me, it reminds me of a Marston rule mm. where he's fit and you see him, and he, you say he's running circles. As soon as you said that, clicked in my head. He runs around in a circle and he goes to up to the centre and back around. Yeah. And sort of, he never goes further back. So maybe that's his role. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. But it doesn't know. The impact in that area. And, you know, look, let's face it. We all, any, and everyone out there that can now, I can see people being negative on Greg Clark. There's not one person on our group in Eagle Nation or TNG who, at the time after the Subiaco won that grand final, Greg Clark won. Since oh, everyone medal. wanted him. Everyone said, "Let's get Greg Clark in." And I was one. Us three were. Yeah, we we were big leaders of it. And I'm, I'd love to see him. I mean, I've seen him. As we spoke earlier, dealt with a bit with him in junior footy. Great kid. Great. He's so professional in his attitude. But. We want to see him take that next step. Let's find the yeah. best spot oh, for him. We yeah. want him to be our Sam Menengola. Well, yeah, that that was my point. I wanted him to be our Tim Kelly, a mature age pick that just dominates. Um, but again, a lot of these don't have the contracts, so they're all playing for their careers yeah. now. Um, and we say it again, opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. Seize it. No. Take that spot for your own. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's half forward wing. Versatility is a good thing. But take the role, you know, and that's the thing. And we may say in house singling out these players, but this is our problem. When we went through the game with Richmond, the amount of midfielders now kicking goals, Taranto was doing it, Hopper was doing it, you had Prestia doing it, you had Shy Bolton doing it. We talked about Dusty going in there. Right there, there's five midfielders that were doing that. They were half forwards, they were in there, they will rotate. They're all getting 30 disposals, they're all getting a goal or three goals to yeah. Dion Prestia, you know. That's what these players have got to be. 
you can't rely on Kelly and Sheed and Doug and just being there and then falling away. Because the sad thing, a lot of these ones we're, we're listing were the players on the reverse side, Richmond, that dominated the game in those positions. Yeah, look, this is why it's quite under the pump. Unfortunately, there's always going to be players under the pump. Even if you're winning every game, there's going to be players under the pump. So I'm just, I'm not trying to single out these guys, no, but no. these are the guys that are playing, like you said, playing for you. There's one more. He's not under the pump this week, but he has to do more. And he's a favourite of mine and he's a favourite of yours. And you know who I'm talking about? Jack Petrocelli. Jack Petrocelli. Uh, I don't think he's a favourite of yours. <laughs> no, he is. I, no. I love small forwards because I'm a small forward. He, he kicked the first goal. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Didn't see him for another quarter and a half. I didn't see him impact at all. In the second half, he had a great second half. And, well, not a great, he had a good second half. But the damage had been done when he started getting back into the game. And when he runs, he looks so good when he does it. Yeah. Just doesn't do it enough. Mm. I, I would have seen him in the middle more. I, I want to see if he me. can use that, that pace, you know. Yeah. They're rotating so many players. Put him in there, see what he can do because, I mean. I've got a coach's corner for you at the end for him. Well, let, oh, do you, okay, I'm going to stop uh, then and I want to hear what Wayne's got to say about well, him. Before we get into coach's corner because we're running out of time because we're going to go over like Jai Cully, everyone's mm. favourite, mid-season draft this time last year in the first quarter and we said at the top of the show, goes down – didn't look in. It didn't look great. You know, it didn't look much. You know what I mean. No. He grabs the back of his knee, and now the worst fears have been ACL. You know, ACL, mate. I think not only was Simo gutted at the press conference yeah. or at quarter time. I think every Eagles fan, regardless, was gutted. It, that it, was like at someone that we just didn't need. You know, yeah. with all the injuries we've had. That's probably the worst one we could have got. Yeah, I've got so used to injuries now because they're happening. Mm. That one hurt. That one guarded. The way he went down with no contact and he just dropped, you just knew it was an ACL. You had that feeling. Um, but now you've got to look at the future. He's an uncontracted player. I would give him a, you know, a year contract. Being a young kid, a two-year contract, you know. Say, look, you're part of the family. Don't stress about your job security. Here's a contract. Just focus yep. on your rehabilitation yep. now. Focus on getting better. You've got a position here. You're part of the Eagles family right now because you can't lose these young kids. We've got to see what they're about. We mentioned so many, t- what, three, four-year players. We've got to give him that long to see what he can do because he's a nab-rising star too. Because he's eighth game of football. Yeah. And people say they don't impact. Well, this kid, he impacts, Yes. right? First game, he had the most tackles in a game ever from a de- debutante, right? Um, kicks four goals two weeks ago, up forward, and now he's done a knee. You know, he, like you said, he, you know, there's going to be people that say, oh, we cut him. There's no way you cut a guy like this, mate. No way. Um, and you look at the upside, he's he's 19, um, he's got a lot of football to play, and, yeah, like you said, oh, that, that, that tore, a, tore a piece of me, I was like, yeah, our, our, you know, I think it tore everybody. We well, wouldn't be you wouldn't be human if, if anyone that thinks he should be cut don't know much about oh, the game. Some, some of the you, you've got no idea about you've got no idea about the game because yep. you're not looking at the what you know. I have this argument so many times with people about Luke Shuey. Luke Shuey took four seasons to get going, and everyone says bullshit. No, he did it in the first season. No, he didn't. It took Luke Shuey four years oh, yeah. to establish himself into the, our our team, and he was on the verge of on the cusp of maybe being traded or delisted. But, look, he's become a great player for us. Cully could be our next Matt Prittis. 
Yeah, hey, look, definitely heart goes out to him. Yeah, if I hope you, he heals quickly. I don't know if he, he probably doesn't listen to the show, but if somebody does, tell him to have a listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, like I said, everyone's behind you. Yeah. The supporters behind you, the club's behind you. So. Bloody oath, yeah. Coach's corner before we finish up, mate. Yeah, this what week, my, my, my big one this week is we've been talking about Jack Petrocelli and it's time he stepped up. I, I saw something in the preseason which I really liked him in that back when he was in the back line. They put him in the back line. I'd love to see him go to the back pocket, take Liam Duggan's spot. Liam Duggan go back to halfback. Jaden Hunt go to the wing on Greg Clark's spot. Greg Clark go back into the forward line and let's see how he runs in there. Jack, use your speed, use your agility, use your strength and run out of that back line. you got him and Jermaine Jones running out of that back line with the ball. Look, he's going to stuff it up like Jermaine does, but hey, give him a chance and – Again, why aren't we giving these guys a chance in these positions? And you know what? He'll probably find that he becomes a better player for us. I, I, like, I actually like it. I, and I'm old, as you guys know, I'm old school. In the old days, that's what they used to do. They would put, if a player was struggling in the forward line, even back probably close to when you were playing the forward line, was a, is that if you were having struggling, they'd throw you back into the back line for a few weeks, just get you, teach you to run with a forward player to get you back into the play. That's, I, how you, that's a great way to learn. I was this before, is a great way to learn. I was before my time, oh, they, course, yeah, yeah. they put me in the back pocket and I kicked four goals. Oh, shit, Never played me there again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little did they know the guy that was on me kicked six. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they never played him there again. Yeah. Um, Dan, what do you quickly – you got? what do you reckon? I reckon it's a good idea. Petra I reckon it's a great idea because um, we talk about Jones running out and Duggan running out. It's another one that could run out and mm. try and carve up through the middle. I don't I don't think it's working anymore forward for him. He's been a bit stagnant. I know he can have games where he blows it apart, but get him up the ground more, you know. You I, get I him love into the, the idea. Mm. And you got a tinfoil hat? Yeah, I do. All right. It's a big one. I'm on the spot here. Okay. So let's talk about the AFL CEO, eh? Now, Crinkle Crinkle, as I put it on, this is a big one, ladies and gentlemen, and this is a big dig, and I'll probably up, upset a few of the traditionalists out there in AFL. <laughs> so Andrew Dillon has now been made CEO. They spent millions and millions of dollars to find a new candidate. They picked the man next door, down the road on the office. 20 years. <laughs> Demetrio was the same. Yes. You know, Gillen was Gil the same. was sa- the same. Gillen was the same. And now we've turned around and done the exact same thing. Kylie Rogers was the next candidate. Kylie Rogers is a very good businesswoman. She worked for Disney. She's the one that actually got the Marvel Stadium rights done. They don't want – that's why they're hiring people next door. They don't want to hire outside because they'll look at it as a business and the AFL is a business. They come in and they could make radical changes they don't like. Right, why are Saints and Roos losing millions and millions every year? Why are they no good? Oh, oh, VFL, VFL. What's the reasoning behind it? If she hasn't got these attachments to it, and Dylan Andrew Dillon said straight up, he's a traditionalist. He doesn't want change. That's why they pick him. It's another VFL stronghold. I told you it's a good tinfoil hat. I'm going, I'm going deep. going for this one. Yeah. That's why they wanted it. They don't want change. They come in, as I said, they'll look, this is a drain on the system. It's not enough VFL, 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 because they look at it as a business. They look at it as smart. Let's cut... Ruse and Saints that are costing millions and millions and millions of dollars, or even just one, and then you've got even numbers. Why do they look at it and say, right, Lions have never played at Opta Stadium? Eagles, oh, against Eagles. Eagles will get the 40,000, 50,000 crowd. That's more money. So now they have to come here. 
Why do struggling Vic teams not play more games at Amy Stadium? Um, it's not Amy Stadium, Adelaide Oval, where they get good crowds. Why do they not play more at the Stadium where they get good crowds? They don't want that change. And here's a big one. This is where it gets really crazy. Why is it, if it's about making millions, why is every grand final MCG? Every state could bid on it. They spent 14 mil on gather round. How much do you think a state, and this is what they do in the Super Bowl, and Super Bowls are a far bigger business than ours. So someone that has got these VFL ties, that's not the person down the road, that's a professional businesswoman like Kylie Rogers, could have made change smart business changes, they would spend 20 to 30 mil. Their uh, WA is getting cold play here of a one-off concert. They'll be paying millions for that one-off concert. States would auction it off every year. They all bid, and the AFL, the business AFL, would make millions. But it's then not a VFL traditionalist. Thing. You just said it, it's a VFL. Oh we God. all know that. It's very well said. And that. I, that, I told you it was a big one. You're a politician, hundred percent yeah. full on. And I actually believe that Kylie Rogers would have been good. And she doesn't have those VFL ties because he did say it on three sixty. He's a traditionalist. He when they asked that. about, yeah, yeah. about the grand so I'm final. not just making these so up. So why don't they make her the CEO of the AFLW then? Uh, it's um, so harsh It's a waste of her talent She's yeah, such uh, a good she's business woman Because N- Nicole Livingston Is a, a yes lady Yeah Yeah well that's uh, You just said it mm. he, They're playing safe mm. If it was me though that, that bird Should be Head of AFRW She could change it around She could build it more um, And I've listened to Nothing against Livingston mm. Great swimmer and all that But yeah. like you said She's a yes person and it's, Great swimmer And it's That's it You know um, Yeah Great tin foil hat. Thank you. I yeah. had to I make like sure that. I got the names I like, I like. right. But it's true, isn't Definitely it? If you're out there, get some uh, injuries going. Can, yes. can I just I say? T- I tell you what, too. Let us know your thoughts as well out there. Yeah. Get, we'll make a post or something. Tin I forgot foil to hat. do the questions. Yeah, and just let us know if you agree with that opinion. Let me know if you think I'm crazy to take the tin can, foil hat. Can off. I just say on Dan, that, Dan? You can post it up. Can there. I just say on that, Dan? Did, and Oz was sitting here with me. Dan did not read off one line <laughs> on a bit of paper on that. He, that has just come straight out. Straight out. No, very good. Um, Premier of WA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> the next WAFC president. Could be. Uh, that's it. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. Get on the link tree, download the shows from there, get on our socials, spread the word, go down and see Top Up Plus Fitness, where Eagle Nation. And until next time, go Eagles. See you later. Go Eagles. A fortress built We crossed the nation Our colors share The west coast sky Our will to win will never die